Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places just as He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before Him in love. He destined us for adoption as His children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of His will, and to the praise of His glorious grace that He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace that He lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, He has made known to us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, that He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things in Him, things in heaven and things on earth. Here ends the reading. The opening words of many books set the tone for everything that is to come. So too sometimes with letters in the New Testament. To get Today we get the opening verses of Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and they present some big concepts. Ephesians is one of the most important books in the New Testament. New Testament scholar Raymond Brown said, Only Romans could match Ephesians for exercising the most influence on Christian thought and spirituality. Given its power and relative brevity, Professor Klein Snodgrass says, pound for pound, Ephesians may well be the most influential document ever written. It's a great letter. And its message about God's grace and love is encouraging and rewarding. Again, the, the letter starts with huge concepts. Letters in the ancient world followed a set form. They began by identifying the writer, and the readers or the addressees. This was usually followed by a greeting and a prayer or a wish for health, and then the body of the letter, and finally the closing. Christian writers adapted this form for their purposes, and Paul follows this pattern, but he makes it about Christ. Paul relates it all to Christ. After the greeting, we primarily get the prayer portion, and it's packed with material. The opening verses give a general account of the blessing that the gospel presents and why there is so much for which to be grateful. It gives an account of the source of the blessings. In doing so, it hits many of the big aspects of Christianity. I want to mention some that are referenced so that we might contemplate them and contemplate the blessings and have gratitude. In verse 5, Paul references our being adopted as God's children and his love for us. There's so much power in both. He chooses us 
and he brings us into his family and showers us in love. It's hard for us to understand and appreciate how unique and valuable we are to God and how loved we are. Huge and wonderful thoughts. There are many blessings to celebrate. And Paul wants to start the letter by enumerating some. He goes on in verse 7. He says, we have redemption, or some translations say deliverance. The idea is that we're ransomed. This is like ransoming a prisoner of war. We were powerless, and he liberates us. He pulls us out of a fix. It's a big concept, and again, we keep thinking of the many blessings that we have to celebrate. Paul also says that we have forgiveness of our trespasses or our sins. Paul wants to be upfront, reminding the Ephesians of this huge gift. Jesus forgave and taught love, not hate or judgment. There are many blessings to celebrate. He goes on to say that all of this is because or by the riches of his grace. The connotation of the Greek is whatever causes delight or rejoicing, beauty, kindness, charm, favor. We get this idea that grace refers to God's unbelievable acceptance of us. He gives us what we don't deserve. He gives us better than we deserve because he loves us. Paul uses exuberant language to enable his readers to feel deeply the value and importance God has placed on them, on us. And you can see that the letter starts with so many blessings to celebrate. I want to mention just one more. I'm skipping a number of ones along the way, but at the end of the passage, in verses 9 to 10, he says that the mystery of God's will has been revealed in the fullness of time. He references the will of God is to gather all things in Him. His love, care, mercy, and grace are meant for all. All the different strands and warring elements of the world should come together in Christ. All things, all people, should be one family in Christ. Paul says that this is the will of God being revealed in and through Christ. This mystery was not grasped until Jesus came. There is so much to celebrate, and Paul starts the letter with that. Paul's going to go on to develop many of these concepts as the letter moves forward. All these concepts are about blessings that we celebrate and for which we give thanks this day and every day. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for the many incredible blessings that you have bestowed upon us, calling us as your children showering your love on us, forgiving us, redeeming us, and giving us your grace. Lord, we ask that you would fill our hearts with gratitude and that we'd live our lives in a way that shows that gratitude. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.